Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. Great to be with all of our listeners once again today. This is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ right here in Omaha. But you know, these radio broadcasts are not are not limited just to the Omaha area. They go out across the internet all over the world to anybody who wants to access them through our podcasting. And you can enroll in our podcasting. It's free. It'll always be free just by going to our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. Scroll down the home page to the podcast button. Sign up for our podcasting. It'll take you about one minute. One minute. If I can do it, just about anybody can do it. And when you enroll or when you sign up for our podcasting, again, it's free. It'll always be free. We're not after your money. We want to help people get to heaven then you'll receive these radio programs every day. They'll go automatically to whatever device you choose, your smartphone, your computer, your laptop, your pad, your tablet, whatever device you choose. It'll automatically be, these programs will automatically be transmitted to that device. But you'll get a whole lot more than just these radio programs. You'll receive all of our sermons and all of our Bible classes and There's a great daily, short, about a 12-minute Bible study that we post every day called Today's Bible Class, and you'll receive those automatically. Now, tremendous resource material for you to study God's Word through and thereby grow spiritually, grow in your faith, and come closer to God as you learn more and more from His Word. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God. So if you want to have strong faith, you need to get into God's Word. And you need to do that regularly and consistently and diligently. The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Timothy 2 and verse 15, Be diligent to present yourself approved unto God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So we want to help you grow grow in your faith. We want to help you get stronger in your belief and in your positive Christian living. We want to help you become a Christian. We want to help you be saved. We pray, and we really do pray for you. We pray that as you grow stronger in your faith through your increased knowledge of God's word, that you will come to God through Jesus Christ, repenting of your sins, confessing your faith in him as God's son and your Lord and Savior, and surrendering to him in baptism for the remission of your sins. Being reborn spiritually thereby. Being changed spiritually. Made new. Becoming a new creation from a spiritual perspective. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. Oh, what a great blessing it is to become a Christian. And we're talking about, in this particular series of studies, abundant Christianity abundant Christianity. Now, in our first section in this study, we talked about abundant Christianity from the perspective of what God does for us as we become a Christian. Jesus said, I came that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. When we become a Christian, when we're baptized into Christ for the remission of our sins, God blesses us with all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. Ephesians 1 in verse 3 through verse 13. Now we looked at a whole long list 
that Paul laid out for us there of these special spiritual blessings that God bestows upon a Christian, the one who has come into Christ. And then we looked at a number of other blessings of being a Christian that God bestows upon us as a result of our being Christians. So from that perspective, God blesses us with abundant Christianity, abundant Christianity. He blesses us with having been made new, becoming a new creation, being born again, having the the right, the privilege, the blessing of being able to carry all of our needs and desires before him in prayer, of being able to know that we have the peace of God in our hearts and that that peace will keep us, guard us, take care of us through whatever turmoils or difficulties this life may throw at us. And ultimately that we have eternal life waiting for us in heaven, reserved for us there. And there are a number of other special spiritual blessings that we looked at that God bestows upon us as part of that abundant Christianity with which he blesses us as we become Christians. Now, in this particular section, we've been looking at it from the other perspective, and that is the life of abundant Christianity that we need to be living and exhibiting before others. Now, when I say exhibiting before others, I'm not talking about somehow seeking glory for ourselves. We're not talking about self-glorification. We're talking about living the Christian life and thereby being an example of Christianity and all the blessings that go therewith before all of those around us, our friends, our family members, our work associates, our neighbors, people we do business with, people we just pass casually on the street. People need to see that abundant life of a Christian in us by the way we live our lives on a daily basis. Well, we've talked about how we need to abound in real hope as Christians. And we have reason, like nobody else has, to have that real profound hope. Because God is the God of hope. And he blesses us so that we can abound in hope. Romans 15 and verse 13. And because of that hope, we should abound in joy. 2 Corinthians 8 and verse 2. We should be able to always rejoice in the Lord no matter what kind of difficult situation we might be facing because we're in the Lord. And we know that God is there watching over us and walking with us as long as we're walking faithfully with him. We've also noted that we're so blessed that we should abound in thanksgiving and that to God's glory because God is the giver of all blessings. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 18. We've also noted that we need to abound in love. Christianity is centered in love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. People are really struggling with love in the world around us. A lot of people really don't understand what the real depths 
of love can be. And so you see marriages fall apart and break up all the time. You see parents and children becoming estranged with each other, from each other. You see people continually in conflicts with one another. Christian love can solve all of those problems. But you see, most people, they don't know what Christian love is. It's not in their life. It may not even be in the life of anybody they associate with. We need to be the example of abundant Christianity in the way of love. God is love. And that's how we understand what real love is. Then we noted also in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 7 that we're told, and we're told this through the inspired scripture, Paul was writing this letter to the Corinthians and he was talking about the congregation, uh, the congregations of Macedonia. But this is a lesson for the congregation at Corinth as well. And so he said, as you, in verse 7 of 2 Corinthians chapter 8, he said, as you abound in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all diligence, and in your love for us, see that you abound in this grace also. So we talked about how we need to abound in faith, not just have a little bit of faith. Our speech needs to demonstrate our Christianity, not the ways of the world, not profanity and vulgarity. We need to abound in knowledge, knowledge of God's word, and in all diligence. We need to be diligent, serious Christians. Now, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't smile, that we shouldn't be happy. We've already talked about how we need to abound in the joy of being Christians, the joy of being in the Lord, being saved. We need to also abound in knowledge, knowing God's word, and in love, in love. We need to abound in love. People need to be able to see that that different kind of love than they might be used to in their own lives. They need to see the love of God in us, the love of Christ. They need to see that love shining forth as we love our brothers and sisters in Christ and as we, exip- and as we exemplify the love of God before others around us who aren't Christians. They need to see God's love in us. Now, Paul also said there at the end of that verse, see that you abound in this grace also. And there he's talking about the grace of giving. And he was using the congregations of Macedonia as an example of abounding in their giving to help the needs of the needy saints back in Jerusalem. God blesses us with every good thing that we have in our life. James 1 in verse 17 Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. So anything that is good that we have in our lives, that's a blessing from God. And we need to be thankful to him for that. He gives us everything that we have materially. And then he expects us as part of our worship to give back to him from that which he has already given us. Now that's a great lesson for us to learn. And we need to abound in that grace of giving. In some ways, we can abound by helping others. And that would be by giving others who are in need, giving to them, helping them in their needy situation. But people need to see 
abundant Christianity in us by the way we live and the way we conduct ourselves and the way we live that Christianity. Well, it's interesting in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 1, what Paul writes here. He says, finally, brethren, we urge and exhort in the Lord Jesus that you should abound more and more just as you received from us how you ought to walk and to please God. We ought to abound more and more in how we ought to walk and to please God. Well, I think we could summarize that as saying, we need to abound in our Christianity. And that's really what we're talking about, isn't it? Abounding in our Christianity, living the abundant Christian life. We need to be Christians and people need to see Christ in us. When you think about the fruit of the Spirit, as Paul lays it out for us in Galatians chapter 5, Galatians chapter 5, beginning with verse 22, he says the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Those are Christian characteristics. Those demonstrate Christian maturity within our personal lives. And we need to abound in these characteristics because they exemplify Christianity in our lives. People need to see that in us. People are seeing horrible things in the world all around us all the time. They need to see the other side, the other possibility, and that is the blessings of Christianity in our lives. And we can, just by living that life before them and encouraging them as we have the opportunity to speak to them, to think about their lives and their souls and their need to come to God through Jesus Christ, we can help them find that abundant life in Christ, abundant Christianity. We need to abound in our Christianity. In Second Peter chapter 1, 2 Peter chapter 1, beginning with verse 5, Peter says, For this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, to brotherly kindness love. He says be diligent to develop these Christian characteristics. We need to abound in our Christianity. We need to live that abundant Christian life. And people need to see that in us openly, and they need to be able to observe it easily in us. Let's look at another area of Christianity in which we are to abound. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8, Paul writes this, And God is able to make all grace abound toward you. Now that would be part of the abundant Christianity that God blesses us with. Blesses us with his grace abundantly. But here's an application that we're to make. 
God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you having always all, always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. For every good work. There are a whole lot of people who won't become Christians. One reason is they don't want to make the commitment. Now, they want the, the blessings, but they don't want to make the commitment of living the life. See, they don't want to be abundant Christians. They don't want to live the abundant Christian life. They want the abundant blessings from God, but they don't want to live the abundant Christian life themselves. So they don't become Christians. Well, other people, they make the decision to become a Christian, but they have a difficult time making the commitment to be active, dedicated, working Christians. Now, James goes into a long dissertation in James chapter 2 about what real New Testament faith is. He says more than once there that faith without works is dead, dead faith. You see, the Christian life is not a stagnant life. It is an active, dedicated, working life. That's part of abundant Christianity. Abundant Christianity. We can't just sit on the sidelines as Christians. We have to be Christians. That's a commitment. That's a dedication. That's active involvement on an ongoing basis. How long do you think you would last if you applied for a job and you were hired? And so you just started showing up every day. That's all you did, just showed up. Now, I don't mean showed up and started doing your job. You just showed up. You just showed up. You were just there every day. You walked through the doors. Do you think you'd keep your job? Do you think the supervisor, the boss, the owner, do you think he wouldn't take you aside and start talking to you? And saying, look, you can't just show up. You've got to do the work that we hired you to do. You've got to fulfill your responsibilities. You've got to actively fill the position. You couldn't just show up. But now some Christians, they want to just be able to wear the name. They just want to be able to show up at the church building show up for services, but not get involved in the work of the church. What does Paul say here again? What does he say? We need to abound in good works. The God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. God wants us not to just be involved. He wants us to be abundantly involved in the work and activities of the church. He wants us to be dedicated, openly, actively, physically, and mentally 
but he wants us to be active. He wants us to abound in good works. In Titus chapter 3, actually going back to Titus chapter 2, in Titus chapter 2, and we look at verse 14. Notice what Paul wrote in this particular letter about being involved in good works. Let me get back to Titus here. Titus chapter 2, verse 14. Who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed, and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. Zealous for good works. Not just hit or miss in being a working Christian, not just here and there, but zealous for good works. And then in chapter 3, he hits it again. This is a faithful saying, and these things I want you to affirm constantly, that, I, that, that those who have believed in God should be careful, that is full of care, giving proper attention to, should be careful to maintain good works. Now, maintain is to be actively pursuing and involved in good works in service to God. That's part of abundant Christianity. That's part of the abundant Christian life. We need to put ourselves into motion in serving God through good works. We're going to come back and talk about this part of our abundant Christianity again next time. But let's pray right now. Father, help us to learn what abundant Christianity is, how we need to live the abundant Christian life, and help us, Father, to be great examples of abundant Christianity to people all around us so that we may be able, through our example, humbly serving you and living for you, that we may be able to influence them to come to you and become Christians themselves so that they can take part in the abundant blessings that you offer to anyone who will come to you through Jesus Christ. Forgiveness, redemption, eternal life. Please help us, Father, and guide us. Please be merciful with us, Father, we pray. Please forgive us and hear our prayer, gracious Father. In Christ's name, amen.